We all know what Jacksonville is going to do. We all know what the Jets are going to do. We think we know what San Francisco is going to do. But there's one thing for sure. The Patriots will probably screw it all up. All this next on Armchair Football. All right, Mason, we haven't been together since before the Super Bowl, um, so we should touch on the fact that uh, I, I just ran out of tissues yesterday. Uh, I'm still a little crying, a little butthurt, uh, a little sad, uh, but the good news is we went to the Super Bowl two uh, times in a row, and we'll be back next year, and one of these days, Tom Brady will be done. <laughs> God, I hope. Well. I mean, this is the year that you don't know if it's the last. I think it's it's either this year or next year for sure. We've been saying is it the last for how many years? And I don't think he'll do a farewell tour. I think he'll play until kind of like, uh, who just called it? Edelman. I think it'll just be, you know what, my body's done. Okay, I can't play anymore. I don't think it'll be like, all right, this is my last year, and he'll you know do the signed jersey. He's going to play that. into the point where he physically can't do it anymore? Well, what he said he wanted to play till he was 45. Now, that's I don't know if that's it's this two year. two years away. I think so. He's 43, I, I think. I think he'll play this year, next year, and then I think he's done. Yeah. I think it'll be two more years. Um, you know, say it's a god-off. Now, if he wins a Super Bowl in two years, does he come back? Yes, because I don't think he leaves on top. I think he leaves when he realizes he can't, he can't I, win anymore. I would agree at this point. I think if he was going to leave on top, he would have left. Two years ago, or last year, or yeah, this last year, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think so. But enough about Tom Brady because everybody's heard enough about Tom Brady. Absolutely. Um, what are we here for? We are here for the NFL draft, which is a week away. Uh, every year, I look forward to this event. Um, you know, I, I, I'll be honest. The depression from Kansas City not winning the Super Bowl, uh, I, and COVID, and everything going on with the the, the combine wasn't there they did the pro days um i didn't get as much information about these college football players as i have in the past um i know the teams i know what the needs are on the nfl teams but who to fit those needs i'm not as knowledgeable i'll be the first to tell you uh and so i am a little disappointed that i know i said mitchell was going to be on this podcast uh i do have to announce that he's not going to be here uh he has a hangnail uh, and he has a, a mild case of uh, pusitis, so he's not going to make it today. And I told him I'd blast him on 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 the podcast. So uh, no, Mitch Mitch wasn't able to make it. Uh, so me and Mason are going to wing it. Uh, and I, I'm sad because Mitch is a a plethora of knowledge of college football players. Uh, partially because Notre Dame is relevant, Nebraska at the moment is not. So me and Mason to take some of the joy out of watching college football for us. But we're going to do our best, and we're going to give you the best information we have. So we're going to go over the top ten. Uh, we kind of know where that's going, and that we keeps the podcast under two hours, like last year. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we'll touch on you know Minnesota, Kansas City, and maybe a few others. So, uh, Mason, uh, it's pretty much a consensus what's going to happen the first two picks on on Thursday next week, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Lawrence is going first. It'd be crazy if he didn't, just to just to do a splash. But there's there's no way 
he's not going to. Kyle Pitts goes number one. What? (laughs) Jumps everyone. I mean, we've known he's been a number one, the the number one draft pick for four years. I mean, literally him walking on to Clemson, it was who's going to get him in three years. Right. So, and the whole thing this year, who's tanking for Lawrence, tanking for Lawrence. Right, right. It'll be interesting to see in the future if Wilson's better than Lawrence. Because in my opinion, if you're number one team, you got to take Lawrence to make the fans happy. And Jets fucked up and should have the number hey, hey, one hey. pick. We're a clean podcast here, Mason. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll watch the, the language a little bit. I mean, an F-bomb this early. I mean, you can squeeze it in later, but come on, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, and I've been watching the NFL draft for so many years, and, and it never fails that the year prior they're like, this is the guy next year. He he's a number one. There's there's no no there's no question about it. You know, Tua, Tua a couple of years ago was he was number one. It was going to be yeah. Tua no matter what, and he and he wasn't. And it changes this year. We've got it a little bit though. You know, all year long it was Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, right? For the most part, it it, it really was. It was those two, and you didn't hear a lot about uh, Zach Wilson. And Trey Lawrence, Trey Lance, until recently, and then <laughs> my phone's gonna, of course, make noises for us. Uh, and then, of course, you throw in Mac Jones now, who I I would have never guessed was a top tier quarterback going into this draft. But now, you know, a lot of these mock drafts uh, at NFL.com have Mac Jones going for or going third to to San Francisco. So the first pick we know is. Trevor Lawrence. That's it's going to yep. happen. It has to happen. And the, then the second pick, it's it's really locked in. I think, isn't it with with uh, Zach Wilson? Uh, the from way, BYU. Yeah, I mean, maybe Justin Fields sneaks up there, but I just I don't. Everything I've heard is Zach Wilson's the dude. There's been a lot of talk. Is Zach Wilson actually a little bit better than Trevor Lawrence? He's a little bit bigger. He's a little, supposedly a little bit faster. Bigger, stout wise. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. Arms supposed to be on par, so it'll be interesting there. But yeah, is um, Zach Wilson? He's he's starter there. You know, maybe there was some question with Darnold, but when Darnold got traded off, it was pretty much done deal. Well, they're both juniors, but BYU as a junior, you're what uh, 20, 21, 22, 23? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I don't know uh, how old he is, but uh, you know, BYU being the Mormon school. Uh, they they are a little bit further out. So um, the last, do you, can you think of who the last uh, BYU quarterback that went uh, high was? Yes, it would he be. He went to the he went to the Browns. Um, I'm trying to think of his name now too. It's is, not Josh McCowan. Is no, it? no, 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 no. Whedon, Whedon, uh, Whedon, Josh Whedon. No, he was Oklahoma State. Whedon was Oklahoma State. Um, oh, I know BYU's actually. Any- they produced a few good quarterbacks and, over the anyway, years. Anyway, yeah, no, that was Oklahoma State. That's right. He didn't go to BYU. He was Oklahoma State, and he was old. <laughs> he was old. He was old. Like twenty. That's what. That's what I was down. thinking of too. Was Whedon, but um, so I think we've got the the first two pretty easily wrapped up, and then it starts getting interesting because uh, again, Justin Fields was consensus. That's who they were going to go. So does San Francisco? go with what the most recent hype is mac jones what i've heard is mac jones is is who they want he's locked in um i i don't know i in my honest opinion i think it's a 50 50 shot i think it's a true coin flip 
Uh, th- what I've been reading is Mac Jones is the the dude to come in and play right away. He's you know he played at Bama. He's played for a, essentially a, a team that's run like a professional organization. Right. Um, where Justin Fields might need a little more grooming, but is a lot more athletic. What I mean. I, I don't think you need a guy to come in and start day one. Jimmy G is still. I still don't get why you're moving on from Jimmy G right away. I that I just don't get. I you know and and I historically you know quarterbacks that come out of Ohio State and come out of Alabama haven't fared well. I mean, no. name the last Alabama or Ohio State quarterback that has done well. Oh, um, I mean Haskins is is a train wreck. Braxton uh, Miller went to he he faded out. And who was one before that? Trell uh, Pryor went to wide receiver. Yeah, that's um, there was another one I can't think of his name, but you know Justin Fields could be in that same mold. He looks a lot like those guys as far as his abilities, his his skill set. Um, you know, and then also Mac Jones fits that stereotypical Alabama quarterback, you know, and this aside from Tua, and Tua hasn't proved that he's a starting quarterback yet either. No. So really, you know, we don't know. Tua could have broke broke the, the, the streak, but Mac Jones, I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a capable quarterback. Is he going to take a lot of grooming? And when you're talking about him going to the 49ers, are they going to sit him behind Garoppolo or are they going to trade Garoppolo? Well, it's... I, I would have thought if they could have traded Garoppolo, he would have been gone already. You know what I mean? Like, you had two, three weeks to do it. In my opinion, if they were going to trade him, or maybe next year they trade him and just get really lesser value out of him. Uh, I don't... I, I agree. I don't know the last great Alabama quarterback that's really succeeded in, in the NFL. I can't because I'm thinking like A.J. McCarron, was, he was back up right off the get-go. Um, we'll see. Jalen Hurts is going to play this year, so we'll see mm-hmm. We'll see how he yeah. does. But um, Ohio State, you're right, same way. But I will say one thing. The NFL quarterbacks starting to – College quarterbacks are starting to be wanted as an NFL quarterback nowadays. Right. That little more athleticism, that little more run and gun, it's becoming more appealing to some teams. And then some teams still want that true stand-up pocket passer. Right, right. You know, and I, I, I'm i just not sold on I, I, they. I know they traded up to number three because they're going to take quarterback because that's the only reason you do that. Yeah. And they traded over Atlanta. So that does make Atlanta's pick interesting. Now, I've got my pick. Uh, you know, I'm looking at uh, Daniel Jeremiah of, of NFL.com uh, has him taking them taking Trey Lance, and I don't think at four with Matt Ryan still there that you are ready to take a quarterback, especially the fourth quarterback down. Now, if there were a gap. You know, if there's some other spots taken, say Zach Wilson fell there. Of course you'd take Zach Wilson at four. But depends on how you rate him. You know what I mean? It, okay. I just don't think taking Trey Lance at four when you could draft a quarterback next year. You could. Well, I mean, I think you can get two years out of Matt Ryan easily. So I don't think you have to necessarily this year or next year. I, I'm guessing it just depends. If they think Trey Lance is their true future, they do it. If they think he's just a, a – he could be, I think they wait. Um, I actually like Trey Lance. I, I like – his athleticism is, is pretty crazy. They, yeah, but is, is it is – the, the pick on that, is that the 
the uh, poking the hope that it's another Mahomes that nobody saw what they see, and he's got this great physical ability. If they can mold him into the right quarterback behind Matt Ryan, is is that what they're hoping? And and if it is, good for them. You know, good for them because. But I think you know you've got a couple years with Matt Ryan yet, who is a good quarterback. If he had some good play, good players. So I personally think they're going to go offensive line with Sewell, Sewell, however you pronounce yeah. his name, or Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, and Kyle Pitts would be a huge, huge addition. He's a freak of nature. He's that yeah. game changer tight end that can do everything. Um, he's he's definitely going top six. I think he doesn't make it past five. I don't think he makes it past the Bengals, and that's kind of I got. I have Cincinnati Bengals and Atlanta Falcons. Whichever one the other one takes is who the other one takes. So yeah. if if Falcons take Sewell, they take Pitts. If, if Falcons take Pitts, they take Sewell. And I, I think they both that. have the same needs um, in in that group. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at. But they and they have you know the the most mock drafts have Kyle Pitts either going to the Falcons. Or dropping into uh, it, it, to Cincinnati, um, you know, uh, but some have Cincinnati taking an offensive lineman because that's what they need. I really do think that's what they need. So I think they're really clinging to the hope that Sewell falls to them because he is ar- is yeah. not even arguably the best tackle in the draft. He's a big boy. Um, a rumor I've heard is Burrow wants wide receiver. But sometimes it's why the GM makes the decision. The GM also doesn't want him sitting on the sideline the last five years. Exactly. So you can't you, you can't pass to a great receiver if you don't have the time. So I, I agree. Right. I think they'll go. You know, if if Sewell drops down or isn't there, will they take Kyle Pitts? Maybe. Um, I've heard Dolphins are, are are trying to get Kyle as well. Mm-hmm. Give Tua maybe one more option. Because that Gaskin's a pretty good tight end, but if they can get one more, that'd be really good. Now the other option is is what I've heard is with Trey Lance, maybe say Atlanta passes on Trey Lance. Do you get someone like Chicago? Um, I don't really want to say this because I'm not hoping for it. Minnesota, that's been rumored to maybe make a splash, jump up and, and grab Trey Lance at that fifth or sixth spot. Well, here's the question too: is is how far does Justin Fields fall? Do do does he, is he the Aaron Rodgers and fall way down? Or and there's too many teams that need quarterbacks right now. I mean, you look at New England. New England is not afraid to make a trade to move up. No. Do they move up with Atlanta? Yeah. Hop hop into that four and grab either Fields or Trey Lance. I could see. To me, if if San Francisco doesn't take Mac Jones, I think I could see him falling. If San, I don't see Justin Fields falling. I I see. Someone, you know, like say what Dolphins have six pick. They obviously don't need a quarterback, but at the six pick, if Fields is there, there's probably going to be a handful of teams calling, going, "What do you want for that pick?" Right. I could see right. like Minnesota's one that we are not in the quarterback need right now, but in to within two years. I don't think you'd you'd give up the capital, jump up to six at this point, because you got to give up quite a bit. But I think New England's willing to because they need to because they'd have to jump over the Lions, who are another team in need of a quarterback. Yeah. So if you're going to see a move, I think you're going to see it with the Falcons or with the Dolphins because the Bengals are not going to want to move away from that spot because they, especially if they have a chance to get Sewell, and, and I, I just don't see them moving down and thinking they can get an offensive tackle or, or a lineman. 
um, that would work for them. So I can see the Dolphins or the Falcons being involved in a trade. I don't see the Lions being involved in the trade. You know, no. I've seen some mock drafts that they, they, they're taking Patrick Sertain, Sertain the second, uh, where I, I think if Fields or Lance fall to them, you almost have to take them. They will. If they if he falls all the way down there, I don't think Detroit moves up. I think they'll they'll give Jared one of them's Goff gonna one fall. year. Yeah, well, we'll have three quarterbacks for sure. Maybe four. I don't see first five. I actually have, so in my mock draft, I put San Francisco actually taking Justin Fields. Okay. And the reason I did that is because I don't buy into, I've seen it before, I've seen it before, and I've seen it before, is the media is construing the message that, and the coaching staff and the, the, the front office is telling them what they want to hear. They don't need to play their cards. Why would you give any team, even behind you drafting, any sort of advantage yeah. on drafting somebody? You want it, You hope they make a mistake on that first round and take somebody they, they didn't plan on or are scrambling the last minute or don't make a trade Yeah, because that's a player down the road that you could end up landing or move back to get. Well, you do it for two reasons. You're right. Keep keep your cards close to your chest. The other thing is, is you gotta you got to build – Entertainment. You got to build something for us to talk about. Because if we realistically knew what the the first twenty four picks are going to be, nobody's going to watch. Yeah, no yeah. one's going to care. But you know, all of a sudden, because if you would have asked me four, four months ago, hey, Mac Jen, Mac Jones might go top five, I would have been like, really? Uh, maybe first round. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Not too. top five. So I think you're spot on. I think it's the media. It's San Francisco saying we might take Mac Jones just to get a little bit of buzz right, going. Right. So, I you know I think the Bengals go offensive line or Pitts, one or the other. Dolphins, I see that trading out, but the Dolphins could also add a wide receiver. They need they need wide receivers. So if the Dolphins stayed where they are, because we're not going to speculate on trades on the on the draft yeah. today, um, I would tell you I think Jamar Chase is is the guy. Chase or Pitts would be my guess. Well, Pitts won't be there. Uh, Pitts is going to be gone at four or five. Okay, so. So then, yeah, I'll agree with Jamar Chase. He's, in my opinion, he's the first wide receiver off the board, hands down. I think his size is just right. better. There's some other good ones, but he's just, he's got he's the, the size. The, he's the prototypical size. You know, you're, you're looking at, at uh, you know, Jamar Chase is six foot, 208. So he's not super tall, but he, he's got the skill set you want for a, 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 a one or a two receiver. Yep. They can, they can play for a long time. Uh, and then you get to the the Lions. And I think I have Trey Lance falling to the Lions. But here's the question. If Justin Fields is available instead, do you think Justin Fields – because if Justin Fields doesn't get picked up here, he falls further. If, if Trey – this is tough. If Trey Lance or – if Trey Lance falls, I could see him picking him up, basically saying, hey, golf, one, you got competition, two – you know, if we don't like you this year, sorry, we'll release you. I think Goff, um, Goff is a placeholder. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Uh, I've actually what I've been reading. Detroit's going to get Jamar Chase if he falls that far. Otherwise, I think they they look at maybe Devonte Smith. Um, I think they need. They have zero wide receivers. I know they have no yeah. one. So even if but, you do get a quarterback, how, how are you going to groom a quarterback with no one to throw to? It's a deep wide receiver draft. I mean, you can pick up some wide receivers late late in here, but. I you still need one guy. Yeah, you gotta have I know, I know. I, I, I agree. So I, I, I agree. honestly see in my opinion, <laughs> if Fields falls, I think they go after Fields. If it's Trey Lance, I think they take a wide receiver over Trey Lance. Okay. So I I think they take 
either Trey Lance or Justin Fields. I, I, I don't see that getting past there. So in that case, you get down to Carolina, who, um, you know, a lot of people that have them take an offensive lineman, which it wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, here's another question. So who do they have a quarterback there? No, they just got uh, uh, Darnold. No, um, we have Bridgewater. Yeah, Bridgewater. But didn't they just pick someone else up? Gosh. Well, I should have been more prepared for this. Well, I, 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 mean, <laughs> I can't remember. Since Cam I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I, don't listen, I don't listen to I haven't taken Patrick Sertan the second because I think uh, he's too good to pass up. At that point, they could use a defensive back on on there, and they could use offensive line, but I think defensive back might be it's, – it's a river uh, – uh, it's Ron Rivera over there. So, I think it'd be – I think it'd be uh, a cornerback. Uh you know, and and then the question comes. Let's say Fields doesn't get taken. Let's let's say let's say Fields is still on the board at nine with the Broncos. This is where I see Mac Jones falling to. This is where I see Mac Jones at. Okay, so let's say Fields gets taken by the Niners, and at number three, mm-hmm. you think Mac Jones gets past Detroit? Yes. You think he falls to the Broncos? I think he goes to the Broncos. Or the Broncos move up. They might move up to Carolina or move up to to Detroit, one of the two. Well, they'd have to move up to Miami because there's really no reason to move up with those other teams in front of you other than being in front of Detroit because they're the only ones out of that group that really needs a quarterback. So you'd say you could see Denver maybe moving up and trading with Miami. I can see that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, we all know how Elway likes his quarterbacks, and still has yet to find a quarterback. I mean, I think they should give Drew Locke one more year. But I, what I've read is it's just kind of a perfect fit. But I think Mac might fall to him, where he, they probably just won't have to, because I don't see Carolina going after a quarterback this year. I, I know they just got someone, and they right. they still got Bridgewater for another year. Um, where Denver, they, you know, they're sitting pretty good on their defense, they're, which is aging. Uh, their wide receiver, they got a good wide receiver last year. They just need someone to throw the ball to. Yeah, I mean, I, I they, they, you know, they they had injuries in the wide receiver. I think Denver has an aging defense. So, I don't know if I see them go defense. I think they have to go offensive line or quarterback at that point. Um, do you trade up and just – they've been trying to move uh, – um, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, their quarterback, uh, you just said it, Drew Locke. Drew Locke. They've been trying to, they've been trying to move Drew Locke. Um, it seems like all off season. You know, they're trying well, to get. I think uh, they wanted something ridiculous for him because I think teams were interested. Like, hey, we'll take him, but as no one wanted to take him as like a here's starter. a fifth round pick. Yeah, <laughs> they wanted him as him. Well, we'll put him behind. Like, say Minnesota, you put him behind Cousins for two years and then maybe give him a chance. I don't think any team was out there like, ooh, we can start this guy next year. Right. Hey, uh, why are you trading him? But that, <laughs> and, that, and that's got to tell you that they're not set on, on Drew Locke, in my opinion. I don't think they are. Yeah. So, um, and then you get to number 10, which is the Giants. I think you, I think that's a pretty easy one. They go the best wide receiver on the board. Yeah. Um, I, I see him with either uh, Waddle or uh, I think I had Waddle going. Uh, uh, Devonta Smith and Waddle going back to yeah, back here. Yeah, you can get up there. To the Giants and then to the Eagles. I think the next two pick are the two best wide receivers on the board, um, in my opinion. So, you know, that kind of rounds out my top 10. So, I, you know, I got Lawrence. I got Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, 
Pitts, Sewell, Jamar Chase. I got Trey Lance going to the Lions. Patrick Sertan going to the Panthers. And then the Denver Broncos, I did put Christian Derrissaw. However, I think you're right. I think if Mac Jones is still there, I think he gets taken up. Um, well, here's where, you know, does Detroit throw, you know, say Denver wants Mac Jones. Does Detroit act like they want him and then do a little trade and then Detroit basically going, hey, we'll move down in the draft a little bit to move up next year and then we go after our quarterback next year. Do we? Because essentially what I've read with Detroit is they're going to give Jared Goff a year. I mean, I think once you've gotten, you've gotten passed around that much, we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see the Chargers this year because – McVeigh put a lot on the line saying Goff was his only problem. Now I, I think Stafford's definitely better. You than said Goff. the Rams. The Rams, you mean? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah the yeah, Rams. Yeah. Because um, that was. Yeah. Rams are. I'm telling you right now. I think the Rams are my favorite to go to the the Super Bowl next Super year Bowl. on the NFC side. I mean, it's going to be interesting to have Stafford on a team that's not rebuilding again. It's <laughs> got a great defense oh. and has good wide receivers. And a good offensive line. I, I, th- I can. I think we're going to see. This is my prediction for next year. I'm predicting. I'm not going to pre- predict the AFC side, but I will predict the NFC side. The Rams will be in the Super Bowl next year. They're going to be good. I mean, McVeigh's not going anywhere for a very long time. Right. Um, you know, it's funny. You're going to get a run in this draft at some point on, you know, offensive linemen. Linebackers are going to be one because they're there. There's a good depth at linebacker. There's no real huge standout um, edge rushers. There's going to be something that screws up this top twenty. There's some good edge uh, edge rushers out there, but it's funny I had to watch them. Their positions kind of taken a couple steps back just because of all the rules on the quarterback now. Right. I mean, you can't touch anywhere higher than their shoulder. You can't touch their face. Now, an accident, a little nick, an accidental swipe, nothing hard, is still a penalty. Right. Um, if the ball leaves even a millisecond too late, 15 yards. So I think there's a lot of teams. You still need an edge rusher to keep the quarterback speed up, but I, I don't put them as the most valuable piece of equipment on the field. So funny, the, the first edge rusher that some of these mock drafts have going off the board is actually Jalen Phillips from Miami to Minnesota. To Minnesota. Um, which do you think your? We'll just go straight to your team here. Uh, do you think what is the the biggest need for you guys? Fans, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. That's what fans want. That's what pretty much any Vikings fan I talk to. Zimmer likes defense, so I think he's going to go edge rusher. Uh, I think it's because we're not going to pay Hunter, which I don't want to. I think Hunter's phenomenal. I, I think he's great, but he wants to be the highest paid, and he, I don't think he's the best. Plus, I don't want to drop $100 million on the dude. I just don't think – I think we put that much money into one player, it, the rest of our defense goes to crap. So I would rather say you you want to do the whole sit or get paid when you're still under contract, see ya. We'll, we'll draft another edge rusher that's a quarter of the price. Um, that's kind of been the consensus is that Jalen Phillips from Miami dropping down that far. Now, I'll take him. Uh, the only other exception, and I've heard some whispers, and this could be media doing – you know putting some buzz out there. Could I see Minnesota making a splash to, to trade up for a quarterback? I'm guessing they're going to call some teams and see how much it's going to cost them. And if, if we can give away two first-rounders to get Trey Lance or Justin Fields, I think we do it. I don't think we do it for Mac Jones. But 
we can't sign Cousins again. That's not happening. And he's got this year and next year. So essentially, we got to figure out. See, and I, I think you guys have too many holes that that right now, quarterback, you've got Cousins who can hold down the position for the moment while you rebuild some of your other positions. I just don't think there's a chance. And, and of course, everybody's making calls. I mean, everybody is making calls. That's, I, I think, I, I'm going to go with consensus. I think it's going to be, it's either going to be an edge rusher um, or it's going to be offensive line. Those are really the only two pieces we need right now. Offensively, we're really good other than the line. we got a fantastic running back. Wide receiver core is great. You know, you can always use an extra one, but we don't need one, not in the first round. Right. Zimmer's a defensive guy. I'd rather him start building his defense back a little bit. So Kansas City, on the other hand, it's kind of weird we talk about that a team that is just in the Super Bowl won a Super Bowl the year before. And we're talking about them rebuilding an entire position completely from the ground up, essentially. I mean, we have a few that are coming back. You know, we, we have uh, um, doctor. The, the, yeah, Dr. Tardif uh, is coming back. Uh, and we have, uh, you know, but we, we let go both tackles. We signed, um, uh, oh boy, uh, Joseph to the uh, uh, Joe Thune to uh, a big contract. We brought in uh, Kyle Long, um, and so, but they're all interior guys. Now, Kyle Long uh, has played some tackle. We do have uh, Niang, who opted out last year as a rookie, showed some flashes in training. He was there for like three days. They say it looked good. That word is that they're going to try to plug him in as a starting tackle. But you let Fisher and Schwartz go, who the only reason we let them go is because of injuries. They were all pro guys. Um, Obviously, cap was an issue. But do you – picking number 31 in a draft where there's only real one standout offensive lineman, granted it's deep with offensive linemen, but do you really want to start a rookie left tackle to protect your half a billion dollar man? You get it didn't if they could have bought someone, I think they would have already. So I well, think we tried to get uh, – uh, uh, Williams from from the Niners, and he he pretty much had the same contract on the table, and he just he I think he took a little less to stay with the Niners, which is surprising. Um, which is surprising, uh, uh, but he said he, Kansas City was he he was he called him and said here's your chance, otherwise I'm going to Kansas City. So they they said here you go, and they, he stayed. So um, it was good of him and and per loyalty to stay with the team. Uh, you know, and tell him what he was offered. I, I think he got the same thing. Um, but it was pretty pretty rich for Kansas City to try to get, especially with their cap situation. So the what I'm looking at is everybody's kind of been saying since uh, for the last couple of months is Liam uh, Eichenberg from Notre Dame. Looks apart, but can he transition to the NFL game, right, the pro game right away and protect that guy? Or do you just go, I mean, move long to the right tackle and hope Niang, uh, essentially a rookie, um, granted he sat out one year, so technically he's not, and hope he's going to be good enough? Yeah, I mean, you probably help double-team whoever he's blocking, <laughs> give him some help. But it's really the only position you absolutely need right now. I mean, you could probably help get a little bit of help on your defense, but offensive weapons, you're, you're, you're fine. Well, and yeah. you got um, the well, what the Super Bowl showed was Mahomes running. You need an offensive line. Oh yeah, that's yeah. essentially. So, 
I get that it's late in the first round, but a first, it's still a f- late first round is better than a late second round or third round or right. fourth round. And you can so get some of those gems later too. You can. I think you, maybe you find the biggest dude and go, hey, hopefully we can get you shape him up. Um, I don't see, I just don't see any other position you really swinging away at. I mean, last year we when they went running back, we kind of went, well, I get that because you, you still needed a stud, but... You don't need wide receivers. You don't need tight ends. You don't not this year. Now next right. year, when Hardman's contract's starting to come close, um, Pr- Pringle his is coming up soon too, isn't it? In a year uh, or two. Yeah, I think Pringle will be next year. When those guys want some money and might go, you know, might go elsewhere. That because you know I don't I don't mind Hardman, but there's going to be other teams that are going to be more willing to pay him higher money than Kansas City is. Right. So I, I see him gone in two years. Uh, you don't got Sammy this year, but you got Tyreek and you got Kelsey. That's really all you need. Yeah, Tyreek, Kelsey, you got Hilaire. You know, they've got some weapons. But you still need a number two and number, you know, a couple guys, uh, you know, back there. I think Demarcus Robinson and and uh, uh, and Pringle can hold down the, the offensive – weapons you know they can draw enough attention to let Tyreek uh do his thing so yeah it's gonna be tough to tough to say um are there you know there's there's a lot of guys in the first round that you know could go here's one does the Bucks sell the the farm and trade up and get someone they need just double down on Brady you know we got Brady for two more years do they you I could see them making a crazy splash and going hey Let's try. Let's let's try to run it back before, you know. We they brought back their entire up. starting team back. I mean, you know, I'd love to say that that's really a need, but it's not. You know, they some got taken wide receiver late. Uh, you know, Elijah Moore is one of them, uh, and I think what is Elijah Moore? Is he the guy from uh, Purdue? No, Mississippi. Um, you Rondo know, Moore. I guess. Yeah, Rondo Moore is the guy from, from Purdue. Purdue. And I, I, you know, he's one that. I'm surprised is not in this top list because he, he was a, a he's free. T- he's tiny. Though. I know. I he's think t- that's but, what. But he's that the closest thing you got to a Tyree Kill and people. Could be. It is a a game of parity, you know. Um, and you know, it's, it's you could go defense uh, with with the Bucks, but I don't see them making a huge splash. Why do you need to? You just won a Super Bowl. You brought everybody back. Wouldn't you kind of just try to get? get the best player you, you you know what they get the option kind of like Kansas City did last year they get the luxury of taking the best guy at any position on the board because they don't have a, a real need anywhere you know one one team you could see jumping up to, to steal a quarterback that's gonna need it Steelers Yep. And oh, my yeah. guess is this is Roethlisberger's last year. I would agree. And I don't think they're set on the other two dudes no, that they got. No. So they're a team that I could see making a crazy splash. I think really them, Chicago, are the only two. Really, there's a lot of teams sitting good on, on quarterbacks right now, which is actually kind of crazy. But well, there's a lot of uncertainty, too, you know. Um There's – they're sitting good on quarterbacks, but there's a lot of who knows, you know uh, – Sam Darnold went to Carolina. I, that's what I want yeah, to say. Yeah. Sam okay, Darnold, Darnold went to Carolina. Carolina. I just had to, had to figure it out because we couldn't figure out why they were doing that. Um, Dallas is good. Philly's – you know, Philly, I, I don't think Jalen Hurts is the key. I think it was dumb to get rid of Wentz, but it's gone now. Yep. Indy's, so, Indy's good. 
I, I think Jalen Hurts is not going to be a big impact. So, um, what are you looking forward to most next season? Do you think? Hopefully, fans back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, noise. Yeah. I mean, yep. you know, the pumped in noise. The fake is, noise. Yeah, it's and how it can affect a football game. How, especially in my opinion, okay, Vikings is more of a defensive game. He's a defensive coach. Defenses or noise is everything with a defensive team. Third downs, like we were horrible at third down. Well, when we're at our own stadium with third down, we will help stop those because right. the fans are just so distracted. You're telling an Arrowhead fan, you're a Chiefs fan with Arrowhead, the loudest stadium in the NFL. Yeah. You know, we there's no question we miss having that, especially with the defense. It makes your defense a little bit better. It does. You get a couple false starts. It's going to be interesting to see how many false starts they are this year. You, know, you, right. you got those professional players go a whole year without a lot of that noise, and now it's going to – you get in some of the environments. Kansas City, um, Seattle is extremely you know, the, loud. One thing we've seen a lot this year was actually offside penalties because yes. the cadence worked better. Oh, it so, it actually, you know, it helps the defense – also, it, it, I think it's going to be a wash. I don't think it's that big of an impact. I just see, think you see uh, less false or maybe less false starts uh, and and more offsides penalties. So it, it's kind of a wash, you know. Uh, I think energy too. A big when a big play happens, just uh, you see the stadium go in an uproar. It's the, just it's that the much. The players cooler. feed off that too. Oh, absolutely. You cannot deny that the greats feed off that energy in the yeah, stadium. They're going, yeah, to, to nobody. Stage. Yeah, <laughs> it's just uh, you, you. Yeah, throwing the football up into an empty seat. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, no, I, I. That's that's probably the most thing. Maybe a little bit of back of too. Not talking about COVID, which I'm assuming we're still going to be. It'll be years down the road, but a little bit less. Um, Vikings being better, you know, that'd be, right. hopefully that'd be better. Uh, it, it'll be interesting, actually. But yeah, probably just fans coming back. Um, that's that's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to just getting back to football and getting back to normal football. Uh, the 17th game, adding the 17th game, uh, you know, it's gonna be interesting. It did move the Super Bowl one week out, so kind of a funny story, you know. Oh, they did push that. Yeah, out. they moved it a week out and kind of funny story it's always been the first week or first sunday in february and that always fell on my son's birthday every five years so we had figured out his 21st birthday was going to be on super bowl sunday would have been really cool to take him to uh the super bowl for his 21st birthday i mean that's a dream that'd be so cool well one he's not a giant football fan uh two uh, now it's moved, so where it's a week after, so it doesn't fall Changes on. It and then to throw into the mix, uh, you know, me and me and uh, my dad had actually talked about going down to the Waste Management Open to watch some golf that weekend. Turns out that's the same weekend as the Super Bowl. So uh, yeah. we'd either have to go down and watch Wednesday's uh, game uh, round, which would be fine, uh, and then drive immediately back Thursday, Friday, uh, you know, but... And we could still do that. We probably will because the Wednesday will be the cheaper round to go anyway. And what I mean, you you beat yeah. the crowd. So, uh, but it's kind of made it interesting. And the, so now, you know, what's going to be the over under for teams to win? You know, is it going to? Are we going to see teams not make the playoffs with ten and eleven wins or twelve wins? I mean, that's I mean, we've seen it, teams not make the playoffs with eleven, 10 and yeah. eleven wins. 
We've also seen teams make the playoffs with seven wins. Yeah, <laughs> NFC least. You mean? I know. <laughs> it's Magic at Washington is going to be interesting. Um, I, I, to be honest, I don't think the extra game is really going to make that much of a difference. I really don't. Just gives me an extra week of football um, to watch, meaningful football. I like it because it's one more game that I play out of division. And I don't get me wrong, I love division games, but sometimes it's fun playing the teams I don't normally did, play. Did you look to see who the, they added I, for the Vikings? I want to say it was the. I did. You told me, but I, I want to say it's the Rams, but that doesn't sound right now. I know um, Kansas City, they added the Packers, which around here, that's a big game because you get we're right in between Green Bay and Kansas City. Well, and so anytime a, you can get a Rodgers Mahomes matchup. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, Rodgers, he's at the latter end of his career, too. But here's the, the question with that many games, or in general, are those two would be the biggest bummer if those two have already locked up their positions in the playoffs and neither one of them start? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good point. That, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it really could happen. It could. The other one is the impact on the records. You know, now you've almost guaranteed Patrick Mahomes now has an amazing chance of breaking the NFL passing record. Well, that's the thing that I. That's what bugs me. That you're right, and I don't know how you do that because now, when it, and when it is in the record books, it's going to look like a lot more, and it's going to be you know r- rushing. Certain records are going to get yeah, broke. Two thousand yards isn't so unattainable now. No, sacks is going to be a, a, right. pretty much everything really. Right. Um, so I don't know how they're going to do it, but I suppose just like anything, they'll put an asterisk. Yeah, you know, um, you need to. I guess I didn't even think of that, but that's a that's a oh, good yeah. point. That's, I didn't want him to add two for sure, just because that really. I mean, you throw all those records out at two games. I'm still adamant. One of you know, it, it's a physical game that makes it exciting, but there's less games, and that's what makes every game so exciting. Right. I, I don't watch baseball now. If there was 12 baseball games a year, I would probably watch my team's 12 games. I'm not watching 160 games. I can't no. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Even, and second of all, th- until the very end of the season. One single game does not have doesn't a mean anything. Impact. It doesn't mean anything. Basketball is essentially the same. Yeah. You can go on a seven-game losing streak, and it's like, are they out of playoffs? No, they're just fine. Well, <laughs> okay. So I think expanding it, and I know NFL is trying to get every penny they can, and they do got to recoup some money from COVID last year. Right. But just don't don't make it to where – I think it's one of the reasons why they've tried the XFL and, and something else. Once football season's over, once Super Bowl's done, most people are like, okay, I'm good for a couple months. Right. And then we get to do this. We get to talk about it and build next year instead of just watching 24-7 football. I would get, right. I'd get bored of it. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. So there's lots to look forward to. Uh, speaking of stuff to look forward to, um, we are going to be making some changes next year. We do enjoy doing the podcast and live feed, although uh, this is not our full-time job. I would love it to be our full-time yeah. job if we could do this for a living. By the way, that's up to you guys. Help us out if we can do that. That'd be awesome. Uh, but it, we this isn't our full-time job, and sometimes it is overwhelming. The last year has been extremely busy in the industry we're in for our full-time jobs. So we've decided this next year, let's not set us up for failure and uh, we are going to do probably every three to four weeks a podcast, kind of a monthly review for the NFL. A little more insight. Um, yeah. Know, maybe a little bit longer, too. Yeah, we um, might, we'll probably do a, a, an hour and a half, um, maybe two, two sessions, one hour, one hour, one hour um, sessions, and make it uh, a little more feasible to, uh, for us to do. But on the side note, I uh, am going to try to work my way out to do a Chiefs podcast on the side because 
again, we have to learn, we have to research more uh, because we can't watch every game. We can't focus our entire lives on football. So I don't want to come in like we don't know what we're talking about. The Chiefs, I know. I know what I'm talking about because I follow them religiously. I can't follow every team like that. So I'm going to throw in uh, a podcast where I have some guests. Uh, we do some fun stuff. Mason will probably be on one maybe to be the, the you know, to do that. Uh, maybe see if we can talk Mitch into to pulling up his big boy pants and coming on and doing one with me. I doubt it, but we'll see. I'll try to try to bribe him maybe with a little beer, some cereal, uh, you know, depending on what we want to do. But I look forward to some news coming over the summer. Um, do you got anything else for us, Mason? No, no. Okay. Got draft next week and then be a little bit of a break and then yeah. into August and then the excitement starts to the excitement starts to brew up a little yep, bit. Yeah, when we start getting towards preseason, which will be very abbreviated this year. Uh, two games, I think, is all they're doing for preseason. Which I'm okay. If we do that. It's we'll funny because every year I'm like, you know what? I, I'm missing football so bad. I'm going to watch preseason. This and you year. don't watch a single one. <laughs> or no. I usually get maybe halfway through the first quarter and I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> I'm going to go do something else. And then I just, because it's so bad. And it doesn't mean anything. No, it, it's not that it's bad. It just doesn't have any meaning. Yeah. I think, honestly, they. I'd rather see them do some scrimmages. With other teams, well, that'd be and that'd, be, and that'd be great for training, and then just get ready for football. Get the your players. The biggest ready. thing is just don't get hurt. Don't get hurt. Right. I mean, that's right. because what three three big names go down every single oh, year because yeah. yep. of just something dumb, and it is just and it always screws my fantasy team up too. Right. Which is which that's another thing that's going to change fantasy. Do we push our fantasy football back an extra? We week will. Now that we, we will probably do that. Yeah, That'll be a yeah. little more fun. And maybe we can do some fantasy football specials and two and thrown in Absolutely. there a little bit here. Maybe talk a little bit more about fantasy football. I Sounds think that good. might be a good idea. So we'll run some stuff past everybody on the podcast. Uh, we'll talk about it some more over the summer. Uh, until then, uh, thank you. Uh, if you guys are listening, make sure to comment on our Facebook, like, share, all that good mumbo jumbo. And we will see you next time.